Hey, welcome to the Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I am Ritz Peak. We're girls, we nerd out, and we're here to nerd out with you, our listeners. You can find <laughs> us online at the Nerd Out. We are on Facebook. It's called the Nerd Out. Yeah. Uh, you can email us, info at thenerdout.com, and we are on Instagram, uh, however infrequently. Yeah, we're, we're trying I mean, to I need to step up my Instagram game. My Instagram Instagram. Game. Instagram. Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> Two over. Beep. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Yeah. Um. So, I hope you guys enjoyed our Comic-Con recappers. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, We had fun, and um, let's see what else on the nerd spectrum we could talk about this time. That's a lot. I, at first, I was like, ooh, I don't know if I have a lot, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like... I got a shitload. Yeah, and, I, and there's even more that I didn't even put in the outline that I was like, oh, I'm gonna put, on, I'm gonna add, and I totally forgot to add. But um, one thing is like uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, so uh, I think LAS or something posted that they were uh, Disney was talked about a Star Wars themes park theme park, which mm. then turned into it's more of a more of a Star Wars presence in Disney. I don't care what, I'll take it. Well, I hope it's like a Star Wars land. That's what I was thinking. That's what I said. Because what if you're all, it's like, oh, you're in Peter Pan. Like, oh, C-3PO is walking around Fantasyland. That's cool, because that's not cool. Yeah. No, I, I think it has to be a land. Well, like, what is it? What's it called? Futureland? <laughs> what the fuck is the futuristic <laughs> land called? Uh, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. <laughs> Thank you. Way better than Futureland. Like, I, I was like, is it a Futureland? <laughs> No, yeah, Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland. Like, maybe Tomorrowland becomes... Um, More Star wars Star Wars land. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I'd do it. I'd buy that for, like, $150 or whatever the fuck it costs to right? go to Disneyland. Shit. <laughs> We're about to shell that shit out in October for the Supernatural Bear's birthday. Oh. Yeah. No party. Time. No party. This is the party. Yeah, save your money and take it to Family Disneyland. all day Disneyland. Oh, that'll um, be great. But we're going, yeah, we're going for it now for Christmas. That's another thing. Oh, um, but yeah, either way, I think it's going to be fantastic because it's Disney and the way they do things and mm-hmm. the whole Star Wars, you know, probably open with the Star Wars shit, uh, Star Wars movies. And they said they're probably going to announce more um, for the Star, during the Star Wars convention coming up in April. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the yearly D23 that Disney has, which I've never been. Have you been? No. Well, maybe this, maybe this is, well, this year, next year we'll, we'll try to. We'll is that like a Disney convention? Yeah, it's a Disney convention, but D23, so it's like shit you could do with a Disney brand that's different. So they have like. Um, oh, that's cool. Like they've had like urban artists redo Disney yeah. shit and stuff like that. Oh, that's, that. that's actually really cool. I was like, a Disney convention. People who are really into Disney, no due respect to friends of ours who are actually super into Disney and, and but are cool too. Yeah, but are cool too and have like skills. But people who are really into <laughs> Disney, that's a whole class of nerd. That is definitely those people a are a little. They're like nerds, but they're like soccer mom nerds. Yeah, so it's like us super civilian nerds. It's a super oh civilian. Oh my nerd, god, yeah. that's like Nightmare City. <laughs> Being around one is like whoa. Being around like thousands, yeah. you know, I, I don't. Somebody who's like, oh my god, let me pull out my hidden Mickey checklist or something. Oh You're god. like, oh no. Oh, yeah. That's another level. Um, yeah, so that's coming. We'll see what happens. Um, on the <laughs> forever ongoing Roy Choi love fest. Do we need to start a Roy Choi segment <laughs> no, of no, this no. show? <laughs> right? So I, w- I put in the notes, like, I forgot to mention that I went to the... Uh, word of mouth tour reunion. Will you please tell people who Roy Choi is if they don't know? Oh yeah, Roy Choi. If you haven't listened to any episode, you fucking don't understand who Roy Choi is. He's like the, um, he's like a famous chef, but he's the one that started the whole food truck revolution. With Kogi. With Kogi, yeah, the Korean, uh, Latin Mexican fusion. Um, and we talk about him a lot on this show because we. Love him. Yep. Love his food. Love what he stands for. And the more and more we get to know about him and experience his food, it's like, what? Like, you're awesome. You're rad. And so, so I forgot to mention, I was going to mention, oh, yeah, you know, um, I go to the concert, J5, Dilated, Beat Junkies, Supernatural, it's at the Greek. You know, I'm going to my seats and it's me and uh, my rib and, uh, oh, 
where's my seat? I'm like, oh, Ro I'm seated like, right next to Roy Joy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, hi. And I was like, you're not going to fucking remember me. And I'm like, hi, nice to see you. And, you know, he's so nice. He's just like, oh, hi. Like, you know. Yeah, like crazy lady. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't remember this bitch. Um, and I was like, he's like, and then he was like, oh, she's sitting fucking next to me. And then he, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm, you know. So like the courtesy, the courtesy, like, let me give you our background. Let me tell you how you know me. Yeah, yeah, because I'm knowing, like, I'm knowing, like, you probably don't. Plus, my hair was like, you know, every time I see him, my hair is different because um, I have, have bad hair days. And so um, <laughs> this time it was like half up, half down. And then I was like, um, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm like, Miocito's girl. He's like, oh, yeah, so. And then it, I saw a click. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, oh, he grabbed my hand. He's like, oh, yeah, so great to see you again. And so we're sitting next to him. And I was like, man, I want a picture, but I don't want to harass him. Like, you know. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I was just like telling Aaron, I mean, telling my rib, I was like, Joy right there, da, 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 da. and she's like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. So then we're like, "Hey," so he's I think, like, I, it, "Well, I think it was later that you texted me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I think I, I think I texted you right then and there." Yeah. I was like, "I'm sitting there." So, anyways, um, he was super nice. We were just hanging out, and um, like I really haven't had a good chance to talk to him, talk to him. So we're at the show, and I want to harass, and we're all into the show. But he was like, turned turned to me, and he was like, "Dude." you're awesome he's like this is the first time i'm seeing that he's talking about dilated he's like this is the first time i'm seeing dilated like live i was like shut up he's like yeah he's like wow. he's like he's like i've been a fan forever but yeah. I've, I've never been had a chance to see him i was like oh it goes awesome he's like yeah and i was like i go you definitely have to go when they do their solo show because their album was gonna come out blah blah and he's like yeah he's like this is awesome he's like look around i was like i know i go dude i go this vibe that you're feeling right now I go, they always get the crowd hype i go um I go, and it's fucking still daytime. Like, the sun's barely going down. Like, you can imagine nighttime. I was like, we're here in this outdoor venue. I go, the Greek is one of my, I think it was maybe, might have been his first. I don't know if it was his first time at the Greek. But he was just like, this is awesome. He said, look at this, look around. I go, I know this. I go, so fucking LA is amazing. He's just like bonded on like music. And so I think we might have high-fived or something. <laughs> and then, um, and then so we were leaving. I was like, oh, I don't, I really want a picture with him, but you know. I was totally. like, I gotta, gotta, be, gotta, be cool. I gotta play it cool. So I was like, oh, and he was with a, this other dude that he kind of looked familiar. And I was like, oh, can I take a picture of you guys? He's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So then he introduced me to the guy. And that's like one of his sous chefs. Was it, can I take a picture of you guys with your camera? Or can I take a picture of you guys with my camera? Me with asking them with my, yes. my phone. Okay. I was like, can I take a picture of you guys together? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm trying to make it like so. Was like, totally. And he was like, he's like, yeah, yeah. So he introduced me to his, um, sous, one of his sous chefs, his right-hand man. His name is Jude. And I, don't, and I I don't really remember names, but I remember his name because he was like, Jude, like the Beatles song. <laughs> I was like, how many times have you told that to I, know. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I feel Jude, like law. <laughs> All right. Like Judy. <laughs> um... <laughs> So anyways, like, I was like, oh, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, um, I was like, oh, yeah, I got, I go, I actually have something that I've been meaning to give you. So I'll, I'll hook it up and try to connect somehow. I go, he's like, okay, thanks. Blah, blah, blah. That was it. Um, so then fast forward to commissary. We mm -hmm. nerd out about food here, but I don't yeah. think we talk about it enough. Um, totally, we're we're big eaters. Whoa, sorry about that. Whoa, hello. What was getting that? Some, getting some really super important <laughs> emails right now. <laughs> so, commissary just opened up. So he has okay. So he has all these different restaurants around LA, mm -hmm. uh, on top of his army of Kogi trucks, and he just opened. He's part of. He's like partner in this Line Hotel, which is in the heart of K Town, and he opened Pot Restaurant. We talked about it here before. Um, and I finally ate there. And oh, let's talk about that. I forgot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You loved it. Uh, I did. I loved it. Um, unfortunately, I was with people with like, you know, it can be a challenge when you go places and people have like different dietary. Nobody's like difficult, but like some people don't eat red meat. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't really do seafood. Don't do shellfish. Yeah. So you're trying to figure out how to navigate it. I eat everything. Yeah. So we ended up getting the veg the vegetarian mm -hmm. pot, which was like vegetables. So you get it's like there's like an induction burner on your table. They bring you a big pot of Korean style soup, which is delicious. Um, we got the vegetable one. I have to say it was good. It was real good for a vegetable soup. But I really would have liked one of the meaty ones or yeah. one of the seafood ones. Yeah. Uh, we got the um, rice cakes and squid and like a um, 
like a one of that spicy red uh, Korean chili sauce. Mm-hmm. That was so good. We had Santa Barbara spot spot prawns, which they like cut in half and broiled with some sauce. We had uh, some sort of noodles. They were like noodles of the day, and that's all I remember. Did you have any drinks? Because some of the drinks were really um, good. Beer. Oh yeah, beer. <laughs> um, and did you, I? I like the whole like. The whole experience that you get there. Yeah. The music is like 90s bumping grinds. Yeah. And like there's there's a roll of paper towels on your table and... And the tables themselves are kind of cute and modular and you can like pull out a little tray. Yeah, a little apron. Yeah. Um, And then on your way out, you get a little um, like trading card. Oh, I didn't get a trading card. Yeah, I'll show it to you. It's like cute little trading card and... When you go to the cafe outside to get those amazing guava pot, uh, guava cheese pot pies, they have a little sticker and it's a picture of like one of the, one of like the the cleaners, like the, you know, like the the guys who clean. <laughs> I wish that I could have a sound <laughs> for the gesture that she's making and the look that I'm giving her. Just, just it's, Victor the cleaner from yeah, La yeah. Femme de Kida. I don't know what you're talking about. It, it just really, just attention to detail is amazing. Um, okay. At Pot. And then, uh, so he opened up on the second floor mm-hmm. commissary, which is in this like gr- awesome, gorgeous greenhouse. You take the elevator? Yeah, you take the elevator up second floor and it's by the pool. Okay. And um, the whole point of it is to get people to eat more fruits and veggies. Okay. There's a couple of meat and fish, you know, uh, items, uh, and I think shellfish maybe too. Um, but everything was like kind of tapa style, and so, anyways, we I wanted to go, and Neosita was coming back for a, for a hot second, and we decided to go on date night. So we just went Monday, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little package, a thank you package. It's a thank you because if you didn't hear the episode, he gave me um, six humongous guava uh, cheese pot pies for when we went for my birthday. So I was she like, ate them all. And I ate all, like literally almost all of them except like one or two. And um, so I wanted I wanted to thank him for that. So I put a little like canvas cute little bag with a bunch of stuff, you know, for me. And just a personal thanks for like everything he's, you know, he's always looked out for us and um, supported and stuff like that. So I uh, hit him up and I was like, man, you know, he follows a group of people. I don't think if I DM him, he's not going to respond. But I was like, hey, I go, um, I finally got this stuff together. I want to leave it to you. Where's the best, where in line is the best place to leave something for you? And immediately like responded like, oh, go to the pot hostess, host stand and ask for Jessica and leave it there. He's like, I don't know what it is. He's like, but thank you. And I was like, I was like, oh, hey, Lila. So, you know, um, he was like, did you tell him we were going? I was like, no, I don't want it to seem like we want because every time he finds out we're going to one of his places, then he like comps the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. we didn't tell him last time for my birthday, mm-hmm. and he got it. He was like, "Oh, why would you tell me?" So, um, so I was like, "I don't want to look like you know we're like trying totally. to, you know." So you got to play it cool, you know, and support. You got to support no matter what. Yeah. So um, we went and we went to go drop it off, and then just and then Jessica, he's like I think he's like his right hand woman, um, run shit. I think she might be like the GM there or something. And then um, she's like, oh, yeah, we're like, oh, is he here? He's like, no, she's, he's not here. And then we're like, okay, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. But we didn't tell her we're eating upstairs. We're like, okay, have a nice lunch. We go upstairs. So she happens to walk by. And she's like, oh, my God, I didn't know you guys were eating here. We're like, well, we didn't want to tell you. Like, we're trying to keep it secret. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. She's like, okay. So all of a sudden, while we're eating, we're getting, like, extra plates sent to us. We got, like, crazy awesome dessert. I mean, everything was amazing. The first thing I had was one of their drinks called the Pimp's Cup. It's called Pimp Cup. <clears throat> and the and, and the drinks are not they're not even glass cups. They're in like, you know when you go to any uh Japanese place to go and you get miso soup and it's in that plastic yep. big plastic thing. That's yep. what it was in. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <clears throat> and the drink was refreshing. We sat outside, like right outside on the um so we could look into the greenhouse. It was such a gorgeous day. Mm-hmm. And uh it's my new favorite fucking drink. And everything was on the other we had was superb. Is it like a take on a Pim's cup? I don't know what a Pim's cup. Pim's cup uh is Pim's is a wicker and there would be probably fruit in it. 
um, like a kind of lighter liquor, and then there would be fruit in it, and maybe like some um, fizzy water of some kind, or like Sprite or something. Uh, probably there was no fruit. There was like cucumber, rhubarb, ginger. Yeah. So maybe it was like a like yeah. a, their own take it's on the it, and then version of a pimp's yeah, so, cup. Yeah, and it was amazing. It was like. It was like I think I had maybe had three or four of them, and the music did. I wasn't, and I wasn't even wasted. It was a, <laughs> it was a great, fantastic night, and so <clears throat> people kept coming up and you know, telling, like talking to us, and we're like, that, that worked there, mm-hmm. like this. I was like, did you know that guy? Oh. And I was like, oh, and he was like, oh yeah, how's everything going? You know, we started talking about like you know, he's he's been a lot of work into this, and we're like, we don't know this dude, but I guess like you know, okay. <laughs> And um, he was walking around. We don't okay, whatever. So then, so we're like, okay, the, the 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 jig is up. Like they, you know, they know that we're here. But we're we're like we're like we're gonna we're paying. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. We're not expecting anything. So then we're like, and then all of a sudden, the, our awesome um, hostess, um, what was her name, Rachel? Um, she's like, oh yeah, by the way, everything's taken care of. We're like, what? We're like, we're trying to come here incognito. And then all of a sudden, Roy passes by, right? He said, hey, guys. And, and he grabbed a chair and just sat down and just while we're eating dessert and just, like, started chopping it up and talking and just, like, we just started talking about all this shit. And he has a new show that's coming out called Street Food. On CNN. On CNN. I was going to mention um, that. And he was awesome enough to cover a lot of, you know, people that are important in my life. And uh, it's going to be amazing. He was telling us, he said, I was like, he's like, we're, he's like, it's all sent out. We did like two, he said, we did two weeks straight of filming here in LA. He's like, um, so I was with the same uh, film crew for the two weeks and they're back in New York in post. I was like, oh, do you know when it's going to, he's like, it's October. I was like, shit, you guys work fast. Like, yeah, we don't play. And then I was just like, that's amazing. He's like, he did, um, the guys from Animal, mm-hmm. the Fair, he did like a bunch of the Fairfax. He did like a Stevan Oreo, um, dilated. He did. He ended with Mike D, and I think it starts with Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that might be it. I forget who else. I think his his Kogi crew is all his people and stuff like that. Um, and then we just started talking about, um. The state of food and you know they were him and osito were talking about how they're both traveling in the same region of europe in the next week and he's going to be at this conference and talk about um uh food uh to the masses and he told us something that he's like i he's like i haven't told anyone but i'm going to present at this thing so i can't really talk about it okay but it's amazing and we're super excited so we through that conversation we were talking about the state of food and his like goals of what he's trying to do and it was just like this awesome real deep conversation about life and food mm-hmm. and LA and the world and being real and I was just like god he's so fucking amazing mm-hmm. and then and then we got a picture all of us together and finally yes and check it, it was great and he was amazing and, and then he's like oh I haven't got your I haven't seen what you got me and then he responded to like all the Instagram posts He's like, you know, we, I don't know something about, we worked really hard. We tried to make it look easy, but we worked really hard. He's like, I knew you guys would um, uh, catch on all the details. Because we're saying, like, all the de- like, from the, me- especially at being a designer and mm-hmm. being creative, like, just the menus, it, it wasn't a regular menu. It's like, he had pictures with letters, um, kind of like when you look at a, or like a biology book. Mm-hmm. Where it had like a picture of different like uh, plants, and there'll be like a letter by each one, and then you have to look at the index to see what that means. Mm-hmm. So it was like you'll see different foods, like an egg or an eggplant, and then you look at the corresponding letter to see what was in that dish. Mm-hmm. So amazing! So and the way it looked, and on the way out, you get a little seed, seeds planting seeds Cute. on your way out, like everything. The little the napkins, like each one had an individual. A uh, little napkin ring. Mine was a little kitty cat. Like all vintage. <laughs> like all like just eclectic, gorgeous. And anyways, it was amazing. So it just covered every. I, mean, I was reading this book at the time. I'm reading this book right now and mm-hmm. haven't finished it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like, yeah, I'm reading your book. So like to be reading this book to find out about his life and then, you know, get to know him a little bit better with the short conversations and just the interaction he has with the people around me and just seeing the evolution 
knowing where he's at now and reading about how he got to this place, it's like crazy. It's crazy. Well, I have a little bit of a Roy Choi um, couple weeks myself. I ate at pot. And then on the airplane, going to go visit my fam, uh, the fam damley in <laughs> Washington State, I watched uh, Chef. The, um, yes, haven't seen it yet. With, what's his name? John Favreau. Thank you, John Favreau. And the sort of like creative consultant that he made it with was Roy. Yeah. So, He's a producer. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was my Roy Choi. And, uh, and did you weeks. like it? A lot of people said that they really liked it. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't like spicked. It, like, yeah. But it's like fun, entertaining. Yeah, totally, totally worth it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so that's our Roy Choi rant for the day. Well, nice. <laughs> but he did say that he loved, he didn't say he loved, he just like, oh, and I got, thank you so much for everything. He was like, for your all the stuff. He's like, whoa. He was like, he was like, P.S., I love your podcast. I hope so. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's the Roy Choi. All right. Roy Choi Minute. Covered a lot of ground. <laughs> Books, music, food. Yeah. I can't wait for the show, though. Yeah, the show will be cool. Yeah. A lot of exposure to some really good stuff in uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens if we take it to other cities. Um, so, yesterday, I pre-ordered my Book of Life Funko figure. <laughs> I got a lot more like this. So, we talked, uh, I think, last episode, the episode before, about... Um, George Gutierrez uh, movie that's coming out August no October 17th called The Book of Life which is basically the whole story of the Day of the Dead and it's executive produced by Guillermo del Toro and I'm super excited about it the trailer we talked about it it's, it's adorable it's, it's amazing a, it's gorgeous and it's like they didn't they didn't really water it down they just you know maybe put some mainstream actors that will get other people to live. but it's basically Day of the Dead Dia de los Muertos, and there's uh, the one character, La Muerte, and, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Funko, the Funko brand. I mean, they did that series of Game of Thrones toys that were really popular. And they also did Walking, they have Walking Dead. They have license for everything, basically. And, um, they have Maleficent. Ooh, that's a good one. And it's, it's flocked. (laughs) Yeah, I got it as a gift, because I wanted it, but I was like, I'm not going to buy it, and then someone got it for me, um. So, and, and um, you know, I don't really, I haven't bought a toy, a figure in a long ass time. Mm-hmm. But when I saw this, I was like, fuck this shit, I gotta get it. So I pre-ordered it, I'm gonna get it next month. I'm That's super awesome. excited. Um, to you guys seeing a picture of it right now, we'll have a link to it where you can pre-order um, La Muerte, um, Manolo, Maria, and Shabala. I think there's one more too. Um, so yeah, you can do that. It's only $9.99, kids. Oh my god, nine ninety nine. Order now, <laughs> and for your nine ninety nine, you will also get. <laughs> it, it's super cute, and then um, so you know, I started. Uh, I found out about this because I saw um, the director's tweet, right? Uh huh. And he, when I first found out about the movie before the trailer officially was out, um. I went to his Twitter page and I was like, he only has 500 followers? Like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Now he has like a thousand followers only. Still. Right? Because he did, he was at Comic Con with the entire cast and everything like that. Um, so I'm like, you know, tweeting and Holy. favorite and stuff. And Becoming he's like, his BFF. Yeah, and he's like favoriting stuff and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, hmm. I was like, hmm. Where can I? Because I want to send him some stuff. Because that's like my shit. Like it's totally, totally my steez Day of the Dead stuff. Like that's totally. my shit. So I was like, where can I? You know, what's your mailing ad business mailing office mailing address so I can email so I can mail you a thank you for making this movie. Like I haven't even seen it. I'm like super excited. Like thank you. Yeah. You know, and he's from Tijuana and like he grew up in Tijuana, California, Texas, and stuff. And there's a lot of stuff in common. So I was just like, and then uh, he responded. And you got, you got he, an address? I got an address. I'm going to send him a package. Nice. <laughs> and then he started following me. Oh, my God. You guys are going to be totally BFFs. Totally. Yeah, right. So bff <laughs> So, yeah. That'll be our next segment. Um, so, T.I. was just witness to an amazing event on YouTube right now. Yeah. Um, as you guys no doubt know, unless you've been living in, in Outer Mongolia... Um, while we are recording this, by the time you listen to it, like people will probably be like, Oh my God, I'm so over it. 
uh, they're doing the ice, the ALS ice bucket challenge. Yeah. And uh, earlier today, I was watching, there's been some kind of cute ones, a lot of famous people. Earlier today, I watched uh, Nathan Fillion, and I knew that he challenged Tom Hiddleston. We did not have time to watch it. So we just, uh, she pulled that up right when I sat down and was like, oh, come on. Yeah. So we did watch that. And he is in shape right now, and it's slow-mo at the end, kids. He's always in shape. Is he? Because that's amazing. That's what he's I want pretty, to believe. He's ripped. He's ripped. I did, I wasn't knowing. And you know, I could give a fuck about these these uh, ice bucket challenges. Pretty annoying. But I enjoy the ones of the hot guys. <laughs> the wet t-shirt contest? The wet, or the no, like, like, um. Oh, that's why plenty of dudes are enjoying the women. So yeah, don't worry yeah. about it. The, um, uh, Beckham one. I just saw that one today. I didn't see that one. No shirt. And jeans. And, no problem. And on his knees. Yeah, cool. I'll take it. I'll watch it three or four times. Yeah, whatever. Cool. Maybe no, I did. Maybe no I didn't. Maybe I did. No maybe, big deal. Maybe I bookmarked that shit. Maybe it's my, like, you know. Spank bank. Homepage, right? When I open, every time I open up my interwebs. <laughs> I'm just playing. It's not, but it's nice. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, Tom Hiddleston, and then Tom Hiddleston challenged Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, so I'm excited so the, about that. The fact it went from. Nathan Fillion. That's all your piece. To man. Tom Hiddleston, to Benedict Cumberbatch. All your spank like, banks. Yeah, that is my spank bank. That's all of them. I'm hoping. Oh, dreamy. That because I'm 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 kind of coming into the Cumberbatch territory little mm -hmm. by little. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see like one of us. You know, excited to see what he does. I'm hoping he does. You know, a nice slow-mo at the end for us as well. But if he's wearing a t-shirt, you got to go full-blown, get wet, and then take the t-shirt off. Yeah. Why aren't they listening? Let him in. Yeah. If we've, um, if we've missed any, if anybody has any good ones that we need to see, yeah, let us know. Yeah, some drool-worthy Because I'm going to be honest. Some panty creamers. I'm tuning most of them out because it's like my entire Facebook feed. So I'm like, nope, don't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. Don't know, I don't, I don't click them. I don't click them. Nope. Except for the ones you know, that yeah, the I really want to see. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, can some, did someone um, challenge Idris Elba? I'll watch that shit all oh, fucking day. Boy, why don't you do it and challenge him? Yeah, I'll be like, who the <laughs> fuck is this bitch? Um, so yeah. So movies. Yeah. So when was it? I don't maybe Maybe a month ago. A couple weeks ago. I don't know when. But um, I needed something to watch. I, was, I, wasn't, I was kind of feeling a little under the weather. There was nothing to watch. And I didn't feel like reading, so I put it on Netflix, and then, you know, they scroll, like, suggested for you, blah, 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 blah. And it was Diana, the movie Diana. With? With Naomi Watts playing Diana. Princess Diana. Princess Diana, yes, yes, that one. Do yes. I want to know why it was recommended to you? I don't, I don't, I don't know why it was recommended. It's probably just new. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just play it, I'll fall asleep. So I was watching this shit, and I'm not really... I'm not really knowing, I mean, about her life. Like, mm -hmm. I know, like, bits and pieces and stuff. So I saw the movie, and I was like, who knew? Who knew? It was pretty sad. Um, I mean, I don't, I didn't see it. Yeah. It got pretty sound, soundly trashed at yeah. uh, Cannes. But uh, why, was it just like... She was sad, sad and alone. Sad, sad, depressed She was sad and alone. alone, but it was basically... The love story, and I guess the guy that they portrayed, the doctor that she was dating on the low. Did you know that? I didn't know about the doctor. She was dating. Okay, so before Homeboy that she died with. Okay, yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah, like a UN doctor or something, wasn't he? No, he was just, oh. a, he was just a, a, like a crazy, awesome heart surgeon okay. that worked at one of the local hospitals that she went to go visit on one of her things. Okay. Oh, no, someone that she knew that worked in the house. Um their significant other or someone like that was in that hospital and then she ran into him and met him that way and then she liked him because he didn't treat her like a princess. He like talked to her like a regular chick, you know? Mm -hmm. So then he started da dating him. They started dating on the low. She put on wigs. First it started off like, oh, I want a tour of like, you know, the cardiac ward, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Sure. Mm -hmm. And then she was like wearing wigs and they go out and then they had this like, love affair for a couple of years. And then hmm. he's like, I'm really a private person. And then they're trying to figure out how, like, she even went to, what is he? Oh, I forget what he is. 
nationality yeah, or yeah, ethnicity or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, she went to his um, family's um, house mm-hmm. in advance. I forget what he is. Um, Okay. But anyways, and then so this whole thing, and then like someone caught them, took a picture, and then she was trying to protect him because she knew he was really private. So then she denied it, and now he looked stupid, and but he was super private, blah blah blah. But anyways, it wasn't working out because of all this shit of different lives and different, mm-hmm. you know. But they wanted to try to make it work, didn't work. Uh, but they were. It was like the. It was like the love of her life. Right. That's really sad. So then, so it didn't work. She like, I guess he said that she kind of ended it, um, because he was like, I just can't do it. I don't know if this is gonna work out. She even tried to get him a job so they can move someplace else. He could be like the head of the. He started getting. He didn't even get like job interviews. He just kept getting all these job offers. Yeah. And then that like demasculate. You know what's the what's the word? Uh, emasculated. Emasculated. I'm all demasculated. I'm emasculated him and demasculated him too. You know what I mean? And uh. He was just like, whatever. So he was upset, and then they broke up. And then so they're saying that she started dating Homeboy just to make Homeboy jealous. Mm. And that she called the photographers to let them know where she, where the yacht was at, where we saw those pictures of her in bathing suits with Homeboy. Mm-hmm. And that the day that she she had been calling him and calling him while he was she was still with the new guy mm-hmm. and that he wasn't calling her back and the day that he called back was the day that she didn't answer and the day she got in the crash. Wow. Yeah. Shit happens when you party naked. <laughs> that's the moral of that story. So I was like, I didn't know I didn't know all that. I go, that's really huh, that's really that's sad. I didn't either. That so, is sad. And then I read, like, looked him up and see what he looked like and if he got married. He got married in an arranged marriage after Diana, but he's like, she was, you know, always been the love of my life. And, you know, he had, I don't know if he saw the movie or he didn't really see. He's like, you know, I feel like they really were portraying the story right. But she, it was an amazing love affair. And so his arranged wife now loves hearing that. They're divorced now. Okay. <laughs> and that, folks, is why you don't get an arranged marriage. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. It was interesting. Okay. It wasn't the best movie, but I just, just the knowing the story that, mm-hmm. you know, that even happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty sad. Uh, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. That wasn't sad. No, I, and I hear, I still haven't seen it. I'm pl- I plan to. Here's my problem with it. Oh, no. Too a. long? Too long? <laughs> it was too long. <laughs> was it? Um. 20 minutes, 30 minutes too long, like you no, say? No, no, I don't think that it was too oh, long. Okay, I okay. don't think it was. But I was traveling and was unable to see it. I was in a, a part of the world that doesn't have movie theaters. <laughs> and so I was the last and saddest nerd on earth who hadn't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. And so I was like so looking and everyone's like, oh my God, like she's in your pants. Everyone was so excited about it. And so then when I finally saw it, I was like cognizant the entire time I was watching of this is really good, but it's not as great as I wanted it to oh, be. Oh, they blew it up. Yes, I was... Uh, I was ruined by high expectations. Oh. Story of my life. But you still liked it, enjoyed it, yeah, and totally. recommend it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait to see it. I have to wait. There for were there were a couple of real laugh out loud funny moments. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was good. <laughs> where Where did you go see ArcLight? Yeah. Of course. Duh. No other place. Come on. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see it. Any other movies that you are going to see in the near future? I have been so busy and just back kind of from traveling and stuff that I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. Um, I plan to watch Chef maybe in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. You got to get your boy Troy fixed. You know what I'm saying? And then um, Guardians, um, say probably in two weeks or so when Neosito gets back. We promised we would uh, see that one together. So. Well, you know what? I was just reading somewhere. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, that Tom Cruise, worst name. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt movie. Mm-hmm. Um, apparent, like, quote unquote, apparently it was a dud. It, like, doubled whatever it cost to make it. So mm. that doesn't seem like a total dud to me. But it was a blockbuster. Yeah, and they've rebranded the DVD release. So now it's called, um, like, Live, Die, Repeat. And then, like, the tagline is Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, I read, I read, I saw a headline or, or something, maybe a tweet about that people, they felt like people didn't understand the 
the name of the movie, the title of the movie. Which is, if you're going to name your shit The Edge of Tomorrow, then you have to deal with the fact that that name is bland and innocuous and means nothing. <laughs> and people are going to be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought that was a real bummer because I enjoyed that movie thoroughly. Oh. It was a pleasant surprise. Oh, hello. Well, mm-hmm. then I'll check it out. Yeah, that's worth checking out. That's coming out on DVD. Um, we're moving on to TV, television. Yes. You don't watch The Killing. No, your favorite show. Yeah. I've heard, I was talking to someone recently, and the topic of The Killing came out, and I was like, no, I need to see it. I was like, Ritzy loves it. And they were like, ugh, it's the most maddening show. I wanted to like put my, put a brick through the television. Don't even start. And I was like, oh, no. No. Now, now I have a differing opinion. No, no, you have to watch it. It's really good. It was really good, and it's but you have to see why it had like fucking nine lives. Okay, kept no, getting canceled true. because there's a reason. That's you true. Know what it's I'm like saying? Friday Night Lights. Yeah, finally started watching that. There was a reason and it got canceled and brought back. Exactly, and so they put this time and the final final season is on Netflix, so you can you know um, binge watch that shit. And I did, and. I wanted there's a couple of people that we talked about on Twitter. Like they started watching it at the same time. I was like, okay, let's talk about it when you're done. Cause I finished it. Like, let's talk about this, the end, the finale. And, uh, for those of you who watched it, I want to know what you thought. Um, I think it was a nice way to wrap things up, but I think it's a little bit, little bit on the positive side. That I don't Strangely think. positive. Yeah, you know, uncharacteristically um, positive. Yes, there was like a moment where they would have cut ten five minutes of it mm-hmm. and left it at this one point before the mm-hmm. end. 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 I'd have mm-hmm. been like, of course, perfect, mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. And then they then they went. Was it a like break shit kind of upset or just a like? Uh, no, it's just kind of like. Mm, was it? I could have done without. On a scale of I could have done without to the episode or the series end of Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> which was like I don't I can't believe we've never talked about this. I was seriously I almost went homicidal. Like people who are fans of the show <laughs> lost. We- their motherfucking <laughs> minds. If they lost their minds, uh-uh. I was one of them. Yeah, no, no, nothing not like, like that. that. Okay. No, no, nothing like that at all. It was just like, mm, I could have done without, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But satisfied, but just been like, oh, I don't think it should have been like a, that positive. Well, Whatever. And speaking of Battlestar Galactica, uh, Ron Moore, the producer and showrunner for Battlestar Galactica, as Outlander. Oh. On stars. And so that started already? Yeah, at least they I think that the first episode they released yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, because they released it wide. Um you could like download it, watch it on demand, watch it wherever you wanted. Um and I think that was out two weeks possibly before the next oh. episode. <laughs> um but it's been really frustrating because I don't have stars. Uh. And I only allow myself one like little treaty cable channel at a time and right now I'm doing HBO. So I don't have stars, so I was like, well, you know what, I'll just buy, I'll buy it on iTunes, I'll watch it that way, I'll Mm -hmm. buy it, I'll watch it on Apple TV, I'll buy it on Amazon, I'll do whatever, whatever anyone wants. No. No? Ever, or just not for like, oh, until it's over? I don't know. I mean, probably until it's over, but their strategy is, you can't watch it on their website, you can't watch it, you can't pay for it. You have to get stars in order to watch it, which makes me annoyed enough that I don't want to. Exactly. But I still want to support Ron Moore and Smart Television, so when True Blood is over, then I think that I will cancel HBO and get stars. Oh, okay. Well, let us know what you think, because I know you read the... The books, yeah. The Bob's Ripper books. Um, And I thought of you when I saw this, who was saying that, like, Outliner is, like, the woman's Game of Thrones. Yeah, I can see that. So, um, I, I, would, I thought maybe you had seen it already, so I was going right. to ask you what you thought. Like, it's not, you know, unfortunately, I think that if you have, like, a female, if it's a woman's story, then people are like, fuck this, flip the table over, like, it's chick yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's not. There's a lot of, like, swashbuckling and battles and double crossing and things like that. Oh. It just happens to be told from her perspective. So hopefully that won't turn a bunch of people off who would otherwise really like it. And what, what, have you seen any of the reviews for it? Yeah, the reviews have been great. Oh, good. Yeah. 
So I'm super excited. Oh, nice. Uh, So basically, True Blood ends this Sunday. Yeah, I'm basically super excited for True Blood to be over. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, no, it's crazy. You feel the same way? Um, That I don't want it to be over? Like, that no, that it's just sad that it's... Yeah. Like, it's hitting you. Like, it's hitting me. Like, we talked about, like, Blue It was posting on it on Facebook about True Blood, and I was just like, I'm just doing it for fucking follow-through. I've been there since day one. The shit got hella... It was always totally. kind of dumb, but it got so it got fucking so ridiculous and stupid... Dumb with the vengeance. That I was just like, oh, my God. Like, to the point where the Gs, they're like, we're not... They would always get that free, um, free HBO... Yeah. Uh-huh. During uh-huh. True Blood, so they could watch it. They didn't even do that this season. I was like, whoa. I was like, the geez. And I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna watch it for Shit follow through. Real. You know what I mean? And so the first episode, I was like, whatever, whatever. But then it's just, I think because it would, it kind of just went down to the core peeps. Yeah, it's definitely been a better, stronger season yes. than like the past three or four. Core peeps, it's winding down. So. These storylines, and then you know, some people from the past come in. I mean, spoiler alert, Hoyt. Hoyt. Like, that just made me like, oh, like it brought back like feelings of Hoyt memories. Hoyt memories and sadness because you want that, you know, and then so, and all of that, like maybe second, third, fourth episode in, I, I was telling my rib, I was texting, I was like, I'm getting kind of sad. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. think I'd get like this. Mm-hmm. So, We'll see. I'm just glad that my man, Eric, is still alive. Yes, totally. Looking good. I know. We'll have to see who ends up... Who, who makes it. ...biting the wooden bullet. <laughs> so, yeah. One episode left. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith News. Beep, 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 beep. He's doing a Canadian TV sitcom called Prawns. Okay. Prawns. Oh, prawns. prawns. Yeah, prawns. Prawn, like porn. Because uh, it's a porn star that moves back to his uh, family home. Mm-hmm. It has to do with life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's also doing other Kevin Smith news. That's, so that's TV. But jumping back to movies, he's doing a movie called Hosers with Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp's daughter, and Kevin Smith's own daughter. Okay, random. Yeah. And so it's a lot of the cast from Tusk mm-hmm. are in the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, it's his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter play like these fifteen-year-old girls that are like totally into yoga, mm-hmm. and they work at like a convenience store, I think it is, and some something from underground, uh, some ancient world from underground comes up and threatens their the world and threatens their chance to go to this like senior party so they get together with like this um this i don't know if he's a wizard or what is he and it's johnny depp's character who's making this movie he is uh let me see what's it called the hosers okay oh yoga hosers this week this starts yoga hosers Okay. Yoga hoser. Yoga yo, yo, Um, Yeah, so it's interesting. It's like all based in Canada. Well, yeah, he's really into Canada. He is. Um, Huh. Well, for somebody who said that he was retiring from the movie business, I know, he's, he's been pretty <laughs> prolific. <laughs> but that should be interesting. Like, his movies sound like random. And he's calling it, like, a comic. Uh-huh. A comic film. Comic book film or whatever. Okay. Um, hey. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it too. And the more and more I think about Tusk, and I know we discussed this last time, but the more I think about it, the more it makes me feel weird. Oh, really? Like, it makes me feel... Not like bathing suit part tingles? No, it makes me feel like... I don't know if we ever... I think we might have discussed this before, but... Human centipede. No, because I haven't seen that yet. It's kind of like there was a yet in there. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'll ever see it, but... (laughs) It makes me feel kind of like seventy, oh, like seventy horror films. Uh huh. Okay. I don't know how. To, like I don't know how to describe it, but it makes me feel kind of, kind of ill, kind of sick, like a little queasy. Okay. Thinking about it. 
Maybe like how you felt about horror movies when you were a kid? Because I didn't feel that way when I was a kid, though. Like, okay. I watched them, but I don't know what it is. Like, I can't describe, I can't pinpoint the exact, like, I feel it right now. Okay. <laughs> Thinking about Tusk. I think it's because, it, oh, a little a little bit how um, the House of a Thousand Corpse made me feel. Okay. Kind of, like, stressful and kind of, like, grossed out. Just that it exists. That it exists and that there's a guy that's turning into a human being into, okay. like, a walrus. I don't know. But I'll watch it. Just I'll probably watch it. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, so True Blood, we got that down. One more episode, uh-huh. and then the voice is coming back. Okay, in it's a not back. Weeks. Okay, it's, it's not back yet. I was yeah, like, yeah. How, you didn't miss that. You didn't. How miss did that. I slash you my DVR miss that? You did not. Yeah. No, no, no. And it, you know what? The first half of the voice is the best part. Exactly. That's, That's what my I favorite get so part. It's, it's my favorite part. Yeah. Like, my absolute favorite part. I don't even know why I continue watching, because I usually just fast forward. Yeah, I don't even watch. I don't watch after the blind. Yeah. No, I watch the blind auditions, uh-huh. then I watch the battle rounds. Uh-huh. And then that's it. And then it's a wrap. Yeah, totally. That's um, what I need to do. I, but just, I'm, I'm, I, I feel bad bailing out on them at that point <laughs> a little bit, because then you have the coaches. The coaches can be cool. But this this season I'm I'm excited because it's Gwen and uh, Pharrell. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good time. Oh, that'll be re- Gwen and Pharrell and Blake and Adam. Yeah, they're gonna have to like pry Blake and Adam out of there with a shoehorn. I know because they're all. Like- yeah, I wonder like I wonder if I were Adam. With all due respect, Blake's career is a little different. With all due respect to Adam's career, I would probably did he win the last season? I don't know. I have no uh, idea. He prob- well, he can't see into the future with contracts and however the timing is for that. But if I were him, I would abort after this season. Yeah. Because, you know, it definitely raised his profile. It definitely made him, like, a leading man sort of material. Yes. But stick around too long so, and you and become a caricature Yeah, of no, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. I think it's, like, uh, mid-September, I believe. Yeah, this is, a, this is a fun... The best... The only good thing about summer ending in Los Angeles, I've said this before, I will continue saying it every year that we do this podcast, the best part about summer ending, and I'm telling you it's the only good thing about summer ending, is that this town is covered in billboards for the new shows that are yes. coming in the fall. Yes. Or like, you know, in a couple of weeks. And it's so fun to see it and be like, oh, and yeah. get all excited like, oh, and see stuff. Take I love that. Yeah. yeah. It, plus, I always say this every fucking time, there's too many fucking shows. I can't even I can't even keep no. up, um, but Drunk History has been back. Uh huh. Have you seen it yet? I have seen it, and I, I don't. You know how I am. You know how I am with humor. Like it just, oh, just yeah. it isn't that funny to me. Yeah, it's it's because great. partly because I don't think that I would believe that they're really drunk. Oh. Maybe they are. I don't know. Seems like they are, but they could be really good actors. They're all comedians and actors. Yeah, they're all homies. It's still funny, just the reenacting. I know, I know. I should it's, try it again. It's funny. And you should try it this season, because when they cover Hawaii, Steve Ewan is in it. Oh, yeah. That's a good reason. That's a good it's reason. Good. It's a good time. Winona Ryder, and, like, just, they always have, like, random people. Like, la- this season, the beginning of this season, it was, like, Lisa Bonet all <laughs> up in the mix. And so it's good. It's hilarious. It's good timers. Um, What about Black Jesus? I don't even know what that is. Black Jesus is on Adult Swim. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen little snippets of it. Okay. And it's um, the Aaron McGrew, the dead um, boot that does Boondock. Uh, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. it's him. But it's a uh, it's not animated. Okay. Um, and it's Black Jesus back in the hood. <laughs> and the the little snippets and stuff that I've seen have been hilarious. But I haven't had a chance to, um record it i forgot why i think i was looking for it but it wasn't the right time and i don't know i was tired it was late at night but uh people say it's great okay so i uh, definitely we should definitely check that out okay uh ray donovan has been back i finally saw the first two episodes of that on a plane on what one of my you, trips what did you think fully into it yeah it's back and uh, i'm down uh i'll keep watching yeah once i didn't re- I not maybe not the greatest marketing campaign for it. I never had any idea what it was about. Something about somebody who like helped people. Maybe was a lawyer. I don't know. 
Yeah. That's what and you knew so before. Then, it. Yeah, <laughs> and I watched it and I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Okay. Yeah. Um, John Voight, he's amazing in it. And yeah. I've never been a fan of his. Um, but he's, this is a really, really good thing for him in his career because uh-huh. he's fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, one thing that I started watching because I just needed something light because my life is very stressful right now. Yes. So I'm watching, uh, drum roll please, everyone pull out your like AARP card. I'm watching Kitchen Confidential, which was a TV show. Okay. Based on the Anthony Bourdain book. Okay. That came out like 12 years ago. See. Maybe like 2002 or something. Uh-huh. Um, so Kitchen, Anthony Bourdain, most people know who he is, Kitchen Confidential. This is a TV show that's like a sitcom about him work, like getting sober and working in, a, in the kitchen and running a restaurant. The cast, the person who plays Anthony Bourdain, who's called Jack Bourdain, <laughs> is Bradley Cooper. No, wait, like, I kind of, like, looking at the cast, yeah. I, I kind of remember this shit. Like, young Bradley Cooper, uh, one of the, his pastry chef is played by Nicholas Brendan, who, if anybody is a Buffy fan, he played Xander, Buffy's BFF. Um, and it's, like, the only other thing I've ever seen Nicholas Brendan in. He's <laughs> apparently has, like, struggled with alcoholism and stuff, but he's awesome. Uh, Owen Yeoman, who is probably not how you pronounce his name, he's on The Mentalist and was in Generation Kill. Oh, love, gener- oh Generation love Kill? Love him. I have to see his face. Love him. You'll totally recognize him. He is, like, tall, strapping, and handsome. Mm. Uh, and John Cho of see, from Star Trek and uh, Harold and Kumar. Kumar, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Who I just saw him post a picture with Roy Choi. <laughs> oh my god. I feel, I feel like we need to end on that note. And it's so the circle of life. So random I just saw it yesterday. Hilarious. Um, but it's about I'm about halfway through the it only ran for one season. I was I'm gonna about, say, yeah, that's yeah, why we're I'm why about we're halfway doing... through it. It's um very sly humor. It's pretty funny. Bradley Cooper is kind of pre-date rapey Bradley Cooper. Oh. Because, you know, he looks like, I think it was probably the hangover just irreparably damaged, that, like, toothsome, fratty grin of his. Like, now I just look at him and see date rape. That's hilarious. But, so, it's back when he was kind of fresh-faced and cute. Oh. It's really good. Where are you watching it on? Uh, Netflix. Oh. Definitely put it on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely, super lie, you can totally do work. Totally, totally. Nice. Yeah. Looking for some of that shit. I mean, I, I am trying not to do work, so I'm trying to use it to decompress. Yeah. But the episodes are, like, 20 minutes. Perfect. So, like, knock out a couple of those. If even Perfect. You know, for me, I usually try, I try and give myself an hour before I go to bed to decompress. Yes. Put those in. Read a book for a few minutes. Boom. Out. And speaking of, the book I'm reading right now is see, Goldfinch. See. Goldfinch. By Donna Tart. <clears throat> She's the author of one of my all-time favorite books, The Secret History, which was her debut novel, which came out probably 20 years ago. Um, wait, was that a smell check right there? Yeah, that was. I, was, <laughs> I, I just smelled the pits because I was wanting to make sure I didn't offend. Yeah, no, you're not offending. <laughs> um, so it's her new book. It's like It was a huge bestseller. It, it's about um, art, art restoration, fine art. Hmm. Interesting. But, you don't seem too enthused. Well, I'm halfway through it. It's fucking long. It's a doorstop. It's like a thousand pages. Man. And I have to read about 400 of those before Sunday for my book club. Oh. <laughs> Will you make it? Uh, oh, I'll make it. I won't fuck around with that. If I, have to, if I have to be up all night on Saturday, I will make it. it um, who chose? Uh, everyone. Oh, they just chose. Like, it was something everyone was like, oh, yeah, Donna Tart. We like her. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, you're, it's not, good, you're not mad at it. You're just like, I'm not mad not. at it. It's not my fave. I wish I was reading something like salacious and <laughs> like pulpy instead. <laughs> like, I just got um, Conan, the old Conan um, books from like the 60s. Oh, wow. Yeah, when I've heard when uh, whoever it was, 60s might have been earlier. Um, but they're like super awesome, swashbuckly classics. And like, people online were like, oh my God, they're so great to read. And I was like, all right. So, I bought one of those. I would rather be reading that right now than Goldfinch. Well, in a couple of days after Sunday. Yeah. And hopefully once I start reading Conan, I won't be like, shit, I wish I was reading Goldfinch again. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Um, did we talk about the Fifty Shades of Grey trailer before? I don't think we did. Did you see it? Yeah. What the 
Oh, they look not so sexy. Not sexy at all. They look I, like a corporate. I don't think that he's that hot. Yeah, I don't he think, doesn't do it for me. I don't think that she's that hot. She's ugly to me. I. She's like. And I finally realized, I finally realized, because I was like, how on earth are they going to make this, like a rated R movie or even NC-17? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I see. It's going to be a lot of, like, end scenes. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, a lot yeah. of that, and, like, fuzzy kids and yeah. shit. And I was like, blech. But, you know, I mean, I hate read those books, so. I read them, and. I only got halfway through the third one. I read all of them, and. I was like, there, there's no way you can make this into a movie and be anywhere near as... I feel like they were entertaining. Like, I don't think it was any top-level type shit, of course. And I saw how they were totally... Like, she totally just, like, outlined everything and made it, like, uh, Twilight. Because she yeah. was such a yeah, fan yeah, yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Totally saw everything. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. And it wasn't like... I don't know. But uh, I was like, they're not going to make the movie. And when they said they were, and then Homeboy from Sons of Anarchy was going to be the lead. Yeah. But he was the lead for a hot second. I was like, hell, fuck, yeah. I don't give a fuck if this is the worst shit ever. Uh-huh. If I get to see that motherfucker naked some totally. more, I'm Anytime. down. Yeah. I am down. And then me and Dalen were talking about, like, who would you want to be? And then we're, like, naming all these people. I was like, yeah, any of those. And then they named this dude. I was like, come on. And then I saw an article. Did you send it? Or who sent it? Maybe Dalen sent it to me. It was, like, showing, like, after the trailer came out, they are like, uh, he's too clean cut. Like, that's not sexy. Why don't you use him in these pictures? And would he look like this? And he yeah. had, like, a little scruffy scruff. beard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's hotter. That does a little bit for me. And then Homegirl, she's what? Uh, Antonio Banderas' daughter and Homegirl's daughter. Oh, Melanie yes. Griffin. Because she, like, she looks like that mix. And, um, <laughs> and... She's not attractive. She looks pretty basic. And she's not a three, but from now on, ever since I saw we had a little get-together maybe a month ago, my good friend Dave, Dave Dice, was talking about someone that we're looking at on the internet, and he was like, ugh, someone's getting married. It was like like (laughs) real-time wedding pictures. He was like, ugh, she's like maybe a hard three. I was dying. So from now on, out, and when we're talking about like you know attractiveness on the females, I always think mm, she's a hard three. And we're like, ooh, we're like that. I was like, oh, no one ever calls me like a hard three. He said maybe a hard three, and I was like, shit. So yeah, she does. She's like, mm, she's basic. I will go on the record right now as saying that they only make the first movie and they don't make the second. It's going to be a lot of hype. It's not going to do well. I think well. it's going to be a lot of hype and it's not going to do very well. Because it seems like there's a lot of problems and issues. It's already kind of red flagging. and issues. I think that, like, Magic Mike was a little different. Um, yeah. And that Magic Mike was fun and, like, groups of women and the gays went to go see it. Of course. In droves. And, and frankly, it was also a really good movie. And so some of the normal regular dudes went and saw it. I don't know that Fifty Shades is going to be like, a, oh my God, I'm going to get my, my girls together and we're going to go watch a, you know, movie that's kind of about like half-assed bondage. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm more embarrassed about reading Fifty Shades of Grey than Twilight. You're more embarrassed that you read Fifty Shades of Grey than, than Twilight? I think so. I would agree with that. <laughs> Right? I'm more embarrassed that I read it, even if it was like a, ugh. I mean, Twilight, was there was certainly an element of hate read in there, but I also really <laughs> needed to know what fucking happened at the end. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's, that's what it was for Fifty Shades. It wasn't the same feeling. It was just kind of like, You're like, I've right. come this far. Yeah, it's yeah. a follow through, just like True Blood. You're like, fuck, I started this shit. I went to, I was in Mexico celebrating my birth, my birthday over Labor Day weekend. Your birthday? My birthday. <laughs> it was also my birthday. <laughs> That's what I like to call it. And I was. From now on, happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday. Um, and I was with a group of friends and like the final book had just come out and like I just wanted to sit in a corner and read it and people would come in and they'd be all, what's happening with the werewolf now? <laughs> 
I'd be like, you guys, it's really serious. He's totally got himself in a lot of trouble with his werewolf friends. And I would give them the running updates. And they were dying. They were like, okay, which vampire is that? This so confusing. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, I think that's it. We've yeah. talked long enough. Yes. Uh, thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. Peace out, nerds.